Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast comes in association with Nutmeg, the Scottish football periodical. The subscription-only quarterly publication is filled with top-quality writers, great articles, and fascinating stories about the beautiful game in Scotland. Get your subscription at www.nutmegmagazine.co.uk. My name is Craig Fowler. You can tell I'm still suffering from Saturday. <laughs> and I'm joined by Duncan McKay. Hello, how are we doing? And introducing Joe Hendry. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> maybe to tell them a slight bit about yourself before we get into Saturday's game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I am a Celtic fan. <laughs> <laughs> So, get it round you. <laughs> what have I done here? I've scheduled a podcast with a Celtic fan and I haven't spent enough to have beaten in a cup fight. <laughs> it was the same way you didn't schedule yourself off after Hibs won the Scottish Cup as well. It was, yeah, it was, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm just, uh, I just like to punish myself. <laughs> Self-harm in podcast form. Right, and Joe, you also work as well in Radio Radio Clyde, is it? Yes, I'm a broadcast journalist over at Radio Clyde. I am indeed. So, two journalists here. And, and just a and performing seal. <laughs> I was going to call you a TV hero, but... I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, oh, it must be really difficult. I was like, I just turn up and the camera falls me. Yeah. Like, yeah. You make an arse of yourself. It's hilarious. Yeah. I have to say, I thought... Yeah, Friday... Might as well get paid for it. <laughs> I thought Friday's was the best one yet. Uh, I, I laughed a lot. Was that the lines? Yeah. Oh, that was that, yeah, there, there was there was worse that didn't actually make it in. It was a bit where uh, <laughs> almost broke his lawnmower, uh, which you're like the worst thing you can do with that thing is it goes onto gravel. And I came very close to because I like I suddenly got to the end. I was like, I don't know how to stop this thing. It turns out you just let go. 
But uh, <laughs> and he was like, he just grabbed it off me. So um, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. He, he reckoned there was at least a couple hundred pounds worth of damage oh, done in that thing. But, uh, so. <laughs> no groundsmen don't mess about. They are no, serious. No, well, he's like he's a he was a top groundsman. Like he's been to the Aztec and he yeah, they've like, won awards, haven't they? Yeah, he's he's had awards and he got flown out like with like six hours notice to go to Mexico City to sort out their pitch at uh, the Azteca, which is. You know, slightly different from Fourth Bank, and uh, but yeah, he'd like because the NFL game got called off and stuff like that, and they were like, "He's the man to fix it." So, uh, and then he had to deal with me. <laughs> <laughs> when you first sent us a picture, so the, when I, I, so I, yeah, so lost it. <laughs> that picture came because uh, I would know because <laughs> what happened is you you really do have to be really zen about it. Like you do need to just be concentrating fully on going straight the whole time and what happened was I could see at the corner of my eye they, uh, that Duncan was going over to chat to Graham and so I looked back to see what they were saying and that was that was when it veered off to the, the side Wait, I got, I got mugged off by the referee in like, the tunnel what, I, before the game what did he say? he was like uh, you better not be working here ever again like, <laughs> referees have personalities this is a, outrageous but I was so glad it wasn't captured on the camera but yeah, the, the footage of that, the, the string, is legitimately 20 minutes long. Duncan did not help me. It just, like, I was sort of string for 20 minutes and then we gave up. 20 minutes? Yeah. Oh, I was, I was furious. I was absolutely furious. We did, we did agree, though, that the Duncan and Duncan sections are the best when you're in peril. And you were in a lot of peril in that last one. Well, yeah, because we were running, we were genuinely running out of time. It was like, the chairman came over to the grave and the groundsman and was like, you going to be all right? <laughs> 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 right yeah. okay I've had my fun now yeah. <laughs> Saturday's match <laughs> you had less was, fun on Saturday <laughs> can, can we not talk about the first half because it was absolutely dreadful we just go straight on to the second half because uh, right no, well oh no wait a sec can we, can we talk about one thing in the first half was that Christoph Berra yes yeah. please <laughs> I mean Kind of. We've all been there. We have all been there, but we're also not all professional footballers. I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, he slips. So you think it could happen to anybody, but it just seems like the most likely player for that to happen to was Christoph Berra. Like, I don't think it actually would have happened to anybody else, even though it's just his foot covered out from under him on a slick pitch. It was always going to be him, and because it's better and because he's so ungainly, it was just so comical as well. I'm surprised he didn't break his nose on the ground <laughs> or knock it off. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I thought the first half, so I was quite surprised. So I, I actually, I wasn't that gutted as, as most Hearts fans were, because I think I think most Hearts fans had let themselves believe that they could pull it off, you yeah. know, football. Mental. Yeah, like 90 minutes, anything could happen kind of thing, and I just, I, I wasn't just doing a bit when I, <laughs> when I recorded the TV show last week, I seriously thought there was no chance whatsoever, and I was starting to think, well, maybe, kind of thing, you know, just one good performance, and then the team came out, and Uchi was on the bench, and Ryan Edwards was starting, and I was like, oh, that's it. No fucking chance. <laughs> and even when Hart scored, I still didn't really believe they were going to win because I thought there's absolutely no fucking danger that <laughs> the Hearts are going to win a Scottish Cup final to stop Celtic's treble treble with Ryan Edwards as the only scorer <laughs> and with an assist from Sean Clare. <laughs> yeah, that was when I, uh, when I was watching the game. It was at home and I was like, uh, slightly hungover and I was like, 
Ryan Edwards scored. I was like, this is a sign of a coming apocalypse. Like, the, there's no other reason behind this. I actually felt slightly more confident with Celtic Equalize because I was like, right, now if Hearts are going to win the game, it's going to be a proper score scorer. <laughs> <laughs> proper hero who's going to get the finisher. Then it's like, Ryan Edwards will just be like, oh yeah, remember that weird time Ryan Edwards yeah. scored in the cup final? But it wasn't, I suppose it wasn't actually that surprising that Hearts took the lead because Celtic were so lacklustre. I mean, that yeah. was, what, that was the, the first half. Celtic were so slow. It was so laboured. Everything they did, it, I mean, there was a, a bit of defending from Hearts required, but it was you didn't. I didn't uh, get a big sense that a Celtic goal was inevitable, mm-hmm. which you sometimes mm-hmm. get in a lot of cup finals. I don't. You can't really do Hearts a disservice. I think you're maybe doing Hearts a disservice in the first half, though, because I think they did do well and they really did take the game to Celtic. Mm-hmm. And watching it get into half time, I'm thinking, no, this is feeling a wee bit uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, and obviously the thing that the Celtic teams have had is that resilience and that belief to keep going and I can see that from an opposition point of view where you would kind of think it's inevitable that Celtic would mm-hmm. score but you know it, it, it was uncomfortable <laughs> I think when we when Joe and I in the preview on Friday we said that we kind of hoped that well, well not that we hoped we thought that one area that Hearts may able to, to kind of throw Celtic off as a midfield three because even though they're all very good players Scott Brown Callum yeah. McGregor in my opinion, the best player in Scotland, and Tom Rogic, I think I still had him, what, top five centre-mids? I think we've done our list, something like that. But I'm not entirely sure that they're working well together at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think Hearts is getting in their face. The Celtic do miss Christie, because Christie kind of took on the, the Armstrong role of just providing so much energy in that yeah. area. And which, McGregor which can, Tom Rogic does not. Yeah, and, and Brown's not quite got... He's, you know, he's not quite... a at his peak anymore McGregor can provide the energy but it's not quite as destructive as when Christie is is fit and Mm. in there and I I felt that that was probably a lot of what to do with Celtic being as poor as they were in the first half I thought though Johnny Hayes come in and done well you know there's a few times this season where I've thought he's come in his pace has been good he's put a few really decent balls in and so I think that you know he done well and Mikey Johnson as well who's been great the last few games Um, but yeah it it was kind of it was lacklustre a little bit I would say um, but we got there after. I mean, if it took Hearts to score, I mean, obviously that was a big kick up the. Yeah, I think it, I think it, was, it was actually one of those ones where if Hearts had scored in the 80th minute, it would have been a lot more helpful. Yes, <laughs> like for for a Hearts victory. I thought Celtic's most impressive period of the game was the 10 minutes after Hearts scored mm. until the equaliser. I thought that was a point where so we can get on to talk about the penalty, but I thought. Regardless of whether it's a penalty or not, I think Celtic were scoring anyway. And the only thing surprising for that point is that the dominance didn't continue. Mm-hmm. It just kind of went back to the same pattern it was until you know the winner came out of nowhere. Yeah. But so penalty. Mm-hmm. What, was your, what was your thoughts on it? My gut when I seen it, it was a hundred percent. Haven't looked back. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 um, having looked back. Listen, Slamal gave Willie Collum a decision. He came firing out. It was a stupid thing to do. Um, You can see contact. It's not a penalty. (laughs) In in real time, I think it was made worse. It was compounded by Bera falling over as well. So it made it look like 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 it was this Mm -hmm. huge big clusterfuck when actually it was a... Oh no, it was a huge big clusterfuck. It was that as well, but I just wanted you to say that. um, But... I can I can absolutely understand why it was given as well. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, like even from especially from Colm's angle and stuff like that. Um, yes, other replays would suggest that he was a tad 
He played for it, but then... He played for it, and I, I'm not... But of course he played for it. We were a goal down, you know, a Scottish Cup like final. Celtic at Hampden Park. Of course, right? Treble, Treble. If it had been up the other end, you would have been screaming. Oh, of course, aye. Right, right. But it's, it's not a pillar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, st- I, st- I don't actually think there's that much contact. I, I, I can see why it does look like it, but when the, the angle behind the goal, he really is stretching to put that foot out. It is the ball. Yeah. Um, Zamal makes an arse of it he shouldn't come yeah, he well he should come but he just at that point Edwards touched it away just shepherded and it. he hesitated and I yeah, think that's yeah he was really poor um, and he was poor for the subsequent penalty as well to, to save it aye it was, like, it was yeah, like, if, you're, if you're that close to that you should, yeah, yeah. should be getting he took a big leap off his line and I yeah. think if he doesn't do that he saves mm-hmm. it because he gets himself another kind of just another split second yeah. to get his hands, hands in order hand, hands out, yeah, yeah. but he kind of leaps that far that the ball's past him by the time he can Properly get his hands down, and but for that point, you thought, I, I like I say, I thought it was just going to be all Celtic for them, mm-hmm. and it was. I mean, it was <laughs> kind of kept your hopes up a bit. They just went into the kind of the game, just became shite again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, just a <laughs> the winning goal was just so rubbish. <laughs> Look back at it. No, the finish is good. It's, the finish yeah, yeah, is, the it's, a, it's a very calm finish. Right. He finishes it very emphatically. But just, he finishes like you'd expect a nine million pound striker to finish. It's one of those like hearts this season have made football look so hard, and that was one of those goals that just makes football look so easy. It's like how does this, how does this happen? And if this happened, how does this not happen a million times again? <laughs> it's like it's just a head off right through the centre of the Hearts team. It looks from my angle the game that better had dummied it. But, um, but like no, watching it back, he's not. He, the, the mistake he maybe makes is that he should me- immediately be like running back towards his goal as yeah. opposed to trying to cut it out. But it's not the worst of mistakes. It's just a very bizarre set of circumstances. And once Edward was through, I knew there was no chance he was missing. And it's those little lapses in concentration. I think that's what Craig Levine said as well. And that is what costs teams against teams like Celtic who are used to winning, who know yeah. what it takes to win and to grind out results. You can't switch off because Celtic will exploit yeah. you, and we exploited. Yeah, you've got to be on the top of your game, and you've also got to take that one or two chances that you mm-hmm. do get, and and still hope for the best. Mm-hmm. And that, and that was one of. Uh, goes back to a problem a lot of hearts this season is that yeah they've had their problems in attack with you know injuries <laughs> injuries to Stephen A. Smith zero creativity really from the midfield a lot of the time, but. Hearts might have still had a better season if the defence played well. And the yeah. defence hasn't played well, really, since November. It's Jimmy Dunn got injured. <laughs> mm. Well, it was one win in nine, was it not going into it? So you weren't exactly on the greatest mm. streak. Yeah, and like one one clean sheet in like 11 or something ridiculous. But it's well. fine, because you only need four signings now to challenge Celtic. That's Is that latest. That's what Levine says. Oh, <laughs> only four signings. So I look forward to welcoming Van Dyke, <laughs> <laughs> Ericsson. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's the best goal in the world right now. Slum out? No. Craig Gordon. Take Craig Gordon back. That's a wee rumour that's going about. Take a 36 year old Craig Gordon. Yeah, I'll, I'll take him back. I don't think Zamal's that bad. I just, he never really fills me with confidence. Neither mm. does um, Colin Doyle. They're both just very meh. Meh. Being better than. You know, Jack Allen, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's, it's, it's it's not a bar you need to be yeah. setting. Yeah. But also I think, just to go back to what you said about it being a shite goal that won the game, I think that's a bit unfair. It was, he showed the calmness and the composure I thought, I, yeah, yeah, I think, I think to stay perspective, calm perspective, in that it was a, moment. It was a shit goal of course it was. <laughs> no, it was a great finish, it was, it was a, great, a really good it was finish. great finish, but he shouldn't have had the, the chance to, mm-hmm. to do that. But um, 
Sure, but it's also probably take a as much as it pains me to praise anyone from uh, wearing maroon. Uh, Aaron Hickey. Oh yeah, like, it's like it's just like it's. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we'll ruin them. That'll be the best. Yeah. Ever play. <laughs> I'm trying to think who hips have, uh, hips have done that a few times. with players, you're like, oh, they, they started absolutely like a, a thunderbolt, and then you're like, and they were last seen playing in the Albanian second division. It's like, yeah. I mean, Craig Thompson. I mean, you don't well, want to bring up as a comparison, but <laughs> Craig Thompson's best best game for Hearts was his debut yeah. against um, uh, Dynamo Zagreb. So, in the UEFA Cup or Europa League he was outstanding but he never so played after that well a spell again. at Pullman we should expect to see Aaron if he plays centre midfield for uh, Edinburgh City Craig Thompson did not go to jail Duncan that is a lie take it back <laughs> I said like, I didn't say I was definitely going to emulate him <laughs> but he's done really exceptionally well for a young boy yes, yes. you know coming in and, and having that, or, had that. Up, up against James Forrest as well like, uh-huh. like, it's not yeah. a, not a uh, I don't think I'd button see it. I know, well, obviously I, now because I'm not well, playing football either. That was one of the, that was why I, could, I think a lot of Hearts fans would have preferred Hickey rather than Burns because Burns doesn't have any pace at all for a left back, and you thought Burns against Forrest would have been just a complete massacre. But Hickey done really well. I, I've completely forgot the other Forrest was even playing. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, would, he didn't have one of his. Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he didn't have a great great game, but then he didn't. I, I don't think I actually can say Celtic played that well, but they still won the cup. And I think, yeah. to be honest. All, all, all of Saturday's game was just about getting up those steps and lifting the trophy. But it is, it's a characteristic of the team, which has been that resilience, and I think that that's, that's the difference. So, But I think Hearts gave a fantastic account of themselves, for sure. Yes, um, that's, I love that, just patronising. <laughs> they, they did it. You did so well, you had you a nice better, day you, out. You did better than we expected, and I mean, you probably had a... We've got a moment. Yeah, you got to celebrate. Yeah, a player that you didn't like did quite well. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, yeah. I think I should change days since yeah. Hearts fans were in Ryan Edwards kicked at the club for <laughs> celebrating. Um, who was it again? Adam Hamble's goal yeah. for St. Mum. Mm. He tweeted about it and said, like, oh, brilliant goal. And he was like, I remember the European club was going to Hearts were going to win the cup with a player who had signed in the summer and didn't play till April, being the, the hero of the game. Mm. That was just not going to happen. How much of a blow, though, was it not having Uchi from the start? Do you think that would have changed the game for you guys, having that physical presence? Quite possibly, but he didn't look good when he came on. <laughs> he had one of those... But then he doesn't need to have, but he doesn't need to be having a good game to, I know, to be effective. There's a couple of times when he actually got the ball. It was one of those that Uchi does, just head down, just like mm. not looking about him. Like he had a, I could, it was hard to tell. For our angle, it looked like he could have had a shot off the edge of the box, and maybe he was... Maybe like the angle was blocked, but just instead of instead of looking up to pass it to somewhere, I'm just kind of head down and try to run through something. Marlon Harewood, like that's what that's what he was good at as well. Like just by just like, it is that head down, just I'm a battering ram, and I'll see what happens. Like, yeah, they might they might be better had he played, but I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't raging. I wasn't going over everything in my mind afterwards. I was just like, ah oh, well. It's been gone. Gave it a mm. shot. The spread cup. This fucking horrendous season is finished, and thank God for that. But I bet you never would have thought at this that we you know when everything was going a bit shite at the beginning that you would be in the Scottish oh, Cup no, final. In November, they thought they'd won the league, so they were at this point they were planning on and where they'd be playing. Yeah, who they were going to be playing in the third ball final. Yeah, well, like, yeah, if you're right. If, um, I, well, no, because we got to because no, we're terrible in. November and December, remember? Yeah. November to January was pretty bleak, but he had a lot of injuries. Yeah, yeah. but we were all assumed once Naismith and Uchi were back that we'd be fine. 
Don't think that Naismith's knee was going to fall apart. <laughs> Again against Celtic. Two games against Celtic. And the first time he only missed like seven or eight weeks. And he got injured this time. He was like, I was like, get my fingers out. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll be back for the cup final. No, three months later. Mm-hmm. Not even training or anything. <laughs> Is it harder to take though when you get that close? Or... Because you said you just brushed it off. Like, I've spoken to a few Hatch fans who've found it harder to accept, given how, how close you took it on a day. And I don't know. I think it's just because... It's, it's, yeah. it's always of, difficult when you go... I, I think it's always difficult, more difficult when you go up against uh, the predominant old firm team, whatever, no matter how yeah. that is. So the, the game against the 2013 Cup Final against Celtic for Hibs, it was like, we go through and you're just like... Maybe we might sneak it, but like as soon, like but you're like as soon as, as soon as the teams came out, you're like, oh yeah, they are much better than us. So you can't really, like you know the way the Rangers game was a bit different, um, but yeah, I think there's I think it's difficult. Like you just know that so many things have to go in your mm-hmm. favour. And I think uh, I think there and, is something and, in to win a trophy as one of the kind of quote unquote provincial clubs. Yeah, uh, you have to ride your luck. Quite yeah, you have to ride your luck, which hurts definitely this year with the draw. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that maybe that was the problem because it all went on the <laughs> draw and not. <laughs> you should be knocked out by Parik Thistle. Um, and no, so is that, but I also think the other one a couple. I think it helps when you get there a few times. Yeah. Mm. So Hibs done it before they won. Hearts mm. done it before they done it in '98, and I do think that that can help uh, just to kind of establish a mindset of winning and knocking fixtures and knowing that losing the cup finals. Misery as well. Yeah. Well, the element of that. The players got taste yeah. hand in, kind of all these cliches. Yeah. But I don't know. Managers say it's true. I'll, I'll, mm. I'll accept the word for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll kick the ball in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but the pressure was, I mean, I would say the pressure was all on Celtic, though, yeah. because it was such a huge moment in history. You know, to go there and, and, and play and to play it out to the very end. I mean, that was an advantage to Hearts, surely, in the sense that you guys really had nothing to lose. So what's, what's it like to win a treble treble? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I don't... Okay, to follow up, because yeah, you'll get no sympathy from most of our listeners. That, <laughs> no. but, so what, what do you what, want me to say? No. It was terrible. <laughs> no, no. So what's, what's it like to, to be absolutely riding the wave of that, the crest of a wave on that nine, mm. nine trophies in a row? Mm-hmm. This is it's unlikely. I'm not going to say never, but it's unlikely to be mm-hmm. achieved again. And then you're bored to go and do something really stupid. <laughs> well, let's start with the positives. <laughs> and that it's, you know, it's it's unbelievable. You have got to enjoy these times because it doesn't last. It will not, 100%, that is the one thing that's for sure, it won't last forever. Mm-hmm. So you've just got to enjoy it. And people that say, do you not get bored of winning? We went through the Invincible season. No, you don't. <laughs> yes. Of course you don't. That's what I want to hear, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'd much rather hear that than like, hear people that no, no way it's fantastic and and you want you want to go you know you want to keep going you do people have talked about it go for the quadruple treble <laughs> keep going on absolutely <laughs> well, what's the one quadruple uh, quint- <laughs> Qu- what do you call yeah. it then? Uh, quin- quintet quintet right. that sounds, that sounds <laughs> rubbish uh, it does sound rubbish <laughs> <laughs> someone's going to have to someone's going to have to step in going to have to stop <laughs> and quadruple just because the name's not getting pissed <laughs> Just throw a game and it gets Morton in the last 16 of the cup or something. <laughs> so we didn't want to win it, but we'll, just, yeah, we'll throw away the Diddy Cup. Uh, <laughs> right, so, intelligence from our marketing department, this is not going to work. People are not going to be buying these t-shirts. No. So while everybody was in the pub, uh, 
Doing their, their post-match debuts. Or walking home from Hamden. Yeah. Or walking home from Hamden. Uh, it was announced that, <laughs> weirdly announced, that Celtic haven't given Neil Lennon the job because he's not official yet, but they had announced that they'd offered him the job. Which I can't kind of believe that Neil Lennon's like, claiming he's taken a minute to think about it. In the shower as well, did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, it was apparently the timeline of events is that uh, you know, they win the cup and at this point Peter Law convenes an impromptu <laughs> board meeting to which then he then walks down the stairs into the dressing room says to Neil in because he's in the showers offers him the job the oh, player I, I, the, sorry uh, I thought you meant that Neil Lennon was actually like in the shower oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no it. uh, he's just scrubbing but, up but the player the, but, the, but then it wasn't announced just his hands over his <laughs> yes yes Peter <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, the players found out via social media and texts and stuff like that, as opposed to like, so it's all a bit strange. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what about the actual hire itself? Or impending hire, I think we should call it. I think it's just ruining the press, <laughs> ruining the travels. <laughs> if, yeah. if I was self, I'd be a bit pissed. Like, what, why can't you just hold over till this week? Like, mm. I'm in two minds about the timing, like, as to the motive of the timing. Was it to slip it in whilst people were feeling really, really happy and buzzing? <laughs> or was it, you know, just Consolidating to... Consolidating that happiness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it depends how cynical you are and the, which way you look at it. So, um... It's Scottish football, so probably, <laughs> closer, probably closer to the, the, the cynical end of the scale. But I think most people just... Because there was so much speculation leading up to it. We had Mourinho, we had Benitez, and I think... Vias Bolas. And then... So, I, like, for me... It's just more of a, not underwhelming, but it's just a, it's a little bit of a safe bet, you know, with what I see as the two biggest years ahead for Celtic, that it absolutely is. And so, yeah, I think it's maybe just people are, are, are a little bit disappointed, maybe. Were you surprised as well? Did you think Lennon would get the job? I wasn't surprised because I, I, I genuinely felt in my heart if Celtic won the treble treble, that they would get it. Now, I think I read somewhere that Peter Lowell said, had we not, that he still would have got it. And He's I, lying. <laughs> no chance. I mean, they get beat by that Harps team. And they're going to say, oh, well done, Leo. Here's your job. It's like, shut up. <laughs> You're the worst chairman ever if you do that. <laughs> or chief executive or whatever. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. I think that, you know, he's been offered the job. It would be the biggest shock in the world if he rejected it. Yeah, that would be a shock. <laughs> <laughs> but not impossible, of course. Well, yeah, unless unless it is, a, unless if to be even even more cynical, is it is a, almost a PR carve-up, and he's mm. already said that he will not want to take it, mm-hmm. and it allows him to look really good that he's turned into a job for, what well, I'm assuming we'll say personal reasons or whatever, that allows him to parlay into a job elsewhere, which yeah. he would not be able to normally. He certainly wasn't going to get a job back in England after the Hibs no, job. I can't, like, I can't, but no. I think I think that 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 requires too many. Um, it's too leaky a situation, I think, for mm-hmm. that to be like you. Know, like, and fans aren't really stitched yeah. up. And the amount of the the people close to Neil Lennon in the uh, punditry world who have been backing him to the hilt makes me yeah. think that Neil Lennon really wants this job. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and also, like, yeah, wouldn't be uh, whoever was lined up, like David Moyes, going to be like, oh, so you were second choice to Neil Lennon. Mm. Would be an odd. Mess would you rather have David Moyes and Neil Lennon? Uh, I think I would, but 
I don't think Davy Moyes is that bad a manager. No, right. But no. The, the thing that Neil Lennon's got going for him, you know, in a, in a huge way, is that he he knows he knows the landscape, he knows the clubs, he knows the league. He, he, he's absolutely Celtic through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, and he started I, the bid for the ten. Mm-hmm. He started it, and and you know we know we know he is a winner. You know he absolutely is. I think it's just you know there's been so much speculation, and you know with Brendan Rodgers being. He was quite a, you know, obviously a marquee manager to have, and the the run that that Celtic went on was just. So I think everybody's just maybe slightly underwhelmed at what has been an absolute pinnacle point. It's it's kind of deflated a few people, but if and when Neil Lennon accepts the job, Celtic fans need to get behind him. That's all. That, that's the only. It's the only option. And do you do you agree with uh, Peter Law that he is uh, less emotional? <laughs> <laughs> He's an emotional guy. Yes, you know, you, yes. You, can't, you can't change who you are, and I think that's what endears him to a lot of people, yeah, and it's yeah. what turns a lot of people off. You know, that's just that's the nature of it. Um, everybody knows that that's what he's like, and you know, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't want him to be any other way. Well, you would. <laughs> no, no, I, we actually we actually like Lennon being. Uh... But it's a, it's a, I find it a very strange situation on Saturday night that. Possibly the happiest sets of fans were Rangers fans. Yeah, like they were like yeah, the fans I spoke to person weren't happy about it at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, maybe slightly underwhelmed. But Rangers fans are maybe this is also an element of hubris on their part. They're cock a hoop about it. Um, I think Rangers fans all, hubris. <laughs> yeah, I know. Come on. Come on. Um, so I th- I, yeah, it makes up for a, a very exciting season next season already, which is class. But uh, I think I there's an element I think of it. The more I've been thinking about it, it's a, whoever they were, whoever Celtic were appointing at this stage is a very risky appointment because the the, the nine and the ten are so close; they are in sight. It is not the same as like it is that thing of people saying um, like your context affects your behaviour. Like so, it's a, like it's a weird thing. But like you, know, if you, someone just told you to walk down the street and not fall off the curb with, with no consequence, that's fine. But if the curb is suddenly fifty foot drop off and you die. It changes the way you're going to walk down yeah. the street. So there's an element that I think I think because it's so close. I think there's a there's going to be a different change. There's going to be a change in behaviour at every club, especially next season. Mm-hmm. Not not this one, the season after are going to be desperate to stop Celtic. Yeah. The stakes get higher. Yeah, the stakes get higher, and it ratchets up, and there's just more pressure the whole way. Mm-hmm. So actually, why would you want to introduce a Someone who's never worked itself, yeah. never worked yeah, in Scottish football yeah. to do that. I mean, potentially Steve Clark would have been the right choice, but uh, I don't know. But, and that's you know. a definite bonus for sure. And I mean, look at you know teams. All teams wanted to do when Celtic were invincible was stop it, and of course Hearts done that eventually. And it'll be the same on the way to the nine, on the way to the ten, exactly that. So I think that in that context, it's a it's a great appointment. You've got somebody that absolutely knows what they're what they're what up the against, about, yeah. um, and and what really. What it takes to get there. So, let's see. Now, before we move on, I'm going to I'm going to address this tweet that we said earlier today, which had Celtic fans going nuts at us. <laughs> so, if any listen, any follow us, was it an attack on Neil Lennon? It was just pointing out that what Peter Law said that he's mellowed was wrong. He <laughs> 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 um, so had not mellowed. He was in fact probably even more emotional, which is fine. This is Neil Lennon's mo. 
Stop treating it like it's a hate crime to say that they're letting stuff very emotional. But, you know, again, though, he's, since he's come in from... I mean, a lot of your pictures were from the hips time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we'll... It's we'll, like, we'll, we'll, not been that. We'll, we'll, we'll forget, it's been a we'll forget that, right? It's so it's from February till now. <laughs> but at the same time, you know... He's going to celebrate these goals. These were big moments. You know, I'm just standing and nod his head and go, "Hmm, that was nice." But a lot of managers do. But well, they're rubbish. Like a, a lot of managers <laughs> wouldn't. Run, a lot of managers wouldn't run down the touchline against Dundee to no. celebrate right in front of the fans. That's the kind of thing that only Neil Lennon would really do. Mm-hmm. And Jurgen Klopp, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's an emotional guy as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And if Liverpool, but you wanted change. to say that he melted and say that's bollocks as well. <laughs> <laughs> It was an attack on Lennon, it was take the piss out of LOL. So there we go. Get, yeah. get, on, get <laughs> off our is, backs. But this is the same fan base that still thought the Boyata Index was an attack on Dedrick Boyata. So <laughs> let's. Uh, uh, certain elements of fan base, not all of them, obviously. Yeah, Just all of them on Twitter. It's like being out on Saturday in Glasgow. It's like, those of the Celtic fans chant. So I was like, oh yeah, actually, I don't date Celtic fans. Just the ones who fucking post at us. <laughs> Uh, this guy, weird, Celtic fan who have now bumped into three times in Glasgow. Uh, so he was at the Wu Tang gig, behind me in the queue, started talking to him. He was like, oh, you're in the telly show, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then he was on the train going to Hampton. He just shouted to me, he just shouted for a turned out he just went, Wu Tang! <laughs> <laughs> and then I was at the Alison Arms, went to the street to get an Uber, and he was there as well. It's like, you followed me. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on. So from the... That was going to be a terrible link. I was going to say yeah, the top. It's not league. I forget. Right, so Mandan United. <laughs> the buddies oh. are staying. Yeah, in, I got yeah. what I wanted. I wanted Dundee United to stay down. I wanted... Uh, just you want Dundee Derby's. I want, I want Dundee Derby's. Yeah. I want Dundee and Dundee United hammering it out for the Championship title like next season. Like four and Friday night games. And if they TV don't, is. I'll find it very funny if they're both going for like fourth place or something. <laughs> um, yeah, and I hate walking up that hill. <laughs> Dundee, I hate hill town. Uh, so the fact that I won't be going to their stadiums very much next season as well is good with me. <laughs> uh, I quite like going to some yeah, uh, I like get demoted to, to covering championship games. Well, you never know. Got to get a good preseason on Keep, keep going for those naps in your feet. I like going to some I like the I like the burger van across the road. You, which, are uh, you? I think I must be on commission for that. Play. I've never never heard it mentioned by the only you're the only person that. It's no, I've heard I've heard about it. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, definitely. that's repping it. Or, or, <laughs> it deserves time. more promotion. <laughs> and do you know who doesn't like, deserve promotion? promotion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. I want you to celebrate that around the room. Right, uh, this game was rubbish. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> You're not wrong. It, it was two cagey sides that yeah. were clearly knackered. It was players. like, yeah, it was like neither of them were. They were scared to really go for it. They kind of felt like they were holding back in the first leg. For me, it was an absolute bore fest. The first leg was low on quality, high on niggle, which I can enjoy. Mm. Yeah, but, the, the but ball I wasn't. I wasn't all around a lot. But of yeah, I wasn't watching that game hoping to be entertained in that way. If you mm. know what I mean, like because. Um, you haven't been you've been a hips fan through the um, the playoffs. Like, don't be go, don't be going to these games looking for quality. Like they are they are really cagey mm-hmm. uh, unless someone has a brain fart, um, which didn't really happen in these two games actually too much. Uh, but yeah, yes, this game was dull until the penalty <laughs> shoot out from hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, not the worst. 
penalty shootout in the last couple of years. I just realised in Pine Bovril today. Uh, Inverness against Stirling Albion. Penalty shootout oh, for the yeah. Betfred Cup. Same score, 2-0. Yeah, but no. But there was one extra penalty missed. Stirling Albion missed all four of theirs. Yeah, but the, the, stakes, the, were, still, the, the stakes were much... Yeah, yeah. Like they're also Stirling Albion, so they're yeah. going to get a free pass as opposed <laughs> to, you know, like Osmond So probably yeah. on like two grand a week or something. Um... Yeah, the worst hilarious. The worst part is <laughs> the worst part is that they did score a penalty early on in the game as well. So it yeah. wasn't like yeah. it was like well, yeah, well, it's not that these things don't count for anything. But you're like, you've seen how someone takes one of these, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, and he was so decisive with Nicky Clack when he st- when he stood up to take it. He thought, right, that was great. You know, mm-hmm. it really, really, but it just all went to shit. Yeah, it was everybody else who took a penalty from Dundee United was pretty much the opposite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the run-ups are from Sofranco. Uh, I mean. You just he, don't. I think he was really trying to give him the eyes for the other corner. He was, but he started. I think the problem is that he did. It wasn't necessarily a bad run, but I think he, he misjudged how far he was starting his run up from. Because I remember looking at him like, he's coming from mm. a fair distance here. He's either going to be knackered by the time he gets there, or he's going <laughs> to. It's like a rugby run up. <laughs> yeah, or he's, or he's going to, he's going to do the, the stumble. But I think he misjudged where he was doing the step, the stumble. So um, I think um, an underappreciated. A member of this penalty shootout is um, Matteo Music, who missed for St Mirren. Because had he scored, it would have been over, and Dundee he would only miss three penalties. So he 100% respected the pattern and missed. Yeah. Another underappreciated person was the St Mirren ball boy. Yeah, no, I think he's actually been well appreciated. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit... Uh, I, I wasn't uh, happy with the amount of praise being dished out to Vlad after the penalty shootout. I was like... Didn't really do that much. Like, he saved three penalties. He saved three, yeah, but they were best <laughs> Come on, Tom English. <laughs> <laughs> he saved three penalties. You still have to give him some credit. No, I think he just okay, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, they weren't great penalties that he saved. If you know what I mean, it wasn't like he. Yeah, he guessed. guessed right three times. Yeah, but there's a lot of them. I reckon. I reckon even our Frank <laughs> keeper could. What do you think was the worst penalty? I see somebody say that Osmond Sos was the best. I have to disagree. If you don't hit the target, you don't give yourself any chance. So yeah. You don't rattle the post. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Callum Booth's was pretty... See, I have a little bit of... It's not Booth for me. Booth looks the worst. Mm. But it's only because he goes down the middle and the goalie doesn't dive. Yeah. If the goalie dives... Yeah, yeah. Even if he misses so and he, he saves he, away his he, legs kind he, of thing, it still looks a bit better. He given it to them. Peter Pollock. That pellet was shocking. Mm. It's an odd one to give... Well, actually, Sos is the worst because Sos doesn't hit yeah. the target. Yeah, but the ones that hit the target. The also, like first and fourth are your most important penalties. Like that's been proven. Like, why would you give it to Peter Pollitt and Callum Booth? Like, you can't even dive at a penalty shootout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm, I was, it was gotten actually because I was really uh, wanting uh, our man uh, Duckins to to score a penalty if he'd stayed on for the shootout because there'd have been some amazing Instagram. Uh, content afterwards <laughs> if he'd scored like the winning penalty that's like kept same around in the in the league but so instead he got sent off for the same foul as two other people yeah that, that was a bit weird uh, Beaton yeah, did not have a John game John Beaton finishing the season as he um, as he just went on was like, uh, yeah he's like that, I suppose that, that there was a good he was like the teams that he was refereeing they stumbled to the very end <laughs> and very thin margins have a for the Nazan one, I think, for what I could see, the, the, the few angles they showed, I think it looked yeah. the worst from the angle he had. 
or at least the reverse uh, angle. Yeah, so, maybe. But the thing is, his arm is straight. It's not. He's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not. And he is looking at the ball. Yeah, he is looking at the ball. And I mean, I'm straight. But like, I was thinking maybe it was a wee bit overrated because you do have peripheral vision. And you, yeah. You oh yeah. I mean, that, he, he absolutely knew where he, what, mm-hmm. where he was. I'm not. Um, it's like he didn't do the, which is great for audio. Yeah, he dug and turned his head. Turned his head and looked away. Which is great for audio. Yeah. Um, but you know, I thought the Sofranco and the one just before Pollitt Pollitt were equally as bad. So. Uh, there was also Mark Connolly's challenge on Nazon. Yeah, it could that have been kind of looked like a foul. Yeah, but and it would have been a second booking, surely. Yeah, well, we should really talk about uh, Connolly's um, clearance that led to St. Mirren's equaliser as well. Yeah, Connolly was not good over these two playoff games. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> can't really be making clearances like that in a, in a big game, unless th- your name is Michael Nelson. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't think he's really impressed for United since he joined, that I've been aware of. I think Reynolds has done reasonably well over the course, but Connolly hasn't really looked like the same player as he was at Kelly, where he actually looked decent. I don't know, has he just got worse or is it the top, I the top flight just used to be terrible and we just never realised <laughs> Uh, maybe a bit of both. I, I, I suspect all these players are well now and they've done the United team, they're shit. <laughs> maybe there's a common denominator. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Dundee United, I feel, are going to go through another summer of transfer activity. Like the the old stock is slowly as like TK Max. It's like just in and out, like it's shite. Like, go on. Robbie Nielsen's loyalty to Osmond so <laughs> yeah. pretty strange. I mean, I know he was good. He was, I loved him. I thought he was a great player. He's not got it anymore. Whatever he had is gone. And he also just thinks, thinks it's going to reappear in the biggest games of the season. Yeah. It's having that belief, though, and I think having that. And I think Dundee United have had a, a bit of a, you know, they've made progress since, since Christmas, I would say, and they have done okay. I think we shouldn't be too hard on them. And I think that this will spur them on. And I think Robbie Nielsen said that in his post-match, that, you know, this is the kind of pain that makes sure that, you know... Of course, they all probably say that, but... No, my my hot take is that this not going up is actually good for Dundee United. (laughs) It's good for... (laughs) I don't because I don't I don't think they're ready to go. I don't I don't think they're ready to go. Yeah. I, 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 I know I what think you they mean. Come right, I think right. the team is rubbish. They yeah, just been rubbish. like they are right for coming right back down again. The weapon boys yeah. all season, yeah, yeah. But they're, they're 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 a, they are a bigger club compared to some of the ones in the bottom half of the Scottish Premiership. Yeah, so I think Hamilton, I think they would, would look at a team like that. Like, I think they would have torn up the squad, and I think they would have finished about eighth or ninth. So I I have to disagree, and I also. Because Dundee are going to be there as well. I don't think it's a certainty that are going back up again. I, know, I can't wait. Like, and United fans are saying... Our growth must be loving it. Like. It's looking very, very familiar looking at the United forums compared to the Hearts forums when Robbie Nielsen was towards the end of his tenure with Hearts. Although, to be fair, Hearts were second when he left. <laughs> but for like a lot of that before then, like the Burka Cara defeat, the kind of end to the season before, mm. a lot of fans complaining about football that really lacks urgency. And a manager who just appears too passive, not only in his character, but also in the way he wants his teams to set up. And United fans are no fucking happy with Nielsen, like... Mm. Well, you wouldn't be, because... Well, it's basically because the way that the, the playoffs have gone, like... And yeah, we can say it's, it is tilted against the championship teams, but you've got to be ready for that, like... I don't know, like, you look at the bench, you left Sam Santon and, and Cammy Smith on the bench. You know, those are two players that could... Liven up that, that do bring us a little bit of sense of urgency to to to, to teams, and you, you stick on Osmond Soul. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but again, that goes back to your loyalty point. Um, but 
I'm sure we'll all enjoy the Dundee Derbies next season, and that is the main thing. Dundee Derbies are going to be great. They're always they were always good. Mm-hmm. Friday night as well. Buzzing. Yeah, no, they will, they will definitely be good. It's a nice to have a derby back, and I think that's the one positive. Because that, I mean, United went up. Right? <clears throat> this is not a United point of view. This is just an entertainment Scottish football yeah. point of view. A lot of people wanted United up. Yeah. What would United have done next season? You said they might have come straight back down. I don't think so. I think they would have just been a boring, safe, like reasonably safe kind of like St. Johnson this season without the sexiness. So. <laughs> St. Johnson had sex, you know? Yes! In the campaign, <laughs> sexy St. Johnson. We were playing 4 4 2 with two wingers, and then Dre Wright got injured, and then the, the sexiness <laughs> diminished. <laughs> and Tony Watts stopped being able to score, and yeah. The, the St. Johnson were sexy at the okay. right. Telling you. Um, <laughs> but so, without that sexiness, that would mean United next season, just kind of bottom half of the table, relative, you know, boring. Why do we want that in the top flight? We just have, have a club like St. Mirren, who it's a bit more exciting if they are kind of. Well, they're, they're, they're pushing, pushing for top four, so... <laughs> <laughs> I love that Alan Stubbs came out and said that it was ridiculous that the board said they were pushing for top four. See, Alan, they did give you 80 grand to spend on a player from, like, the sixth tier of English football. Maybe if they didn't have their ambitions, you wouldn't have had that money to spend on somebody who's absolutely pish. <laughs> and also, they might not have gave you the job as well, because you're not... Good. Well, <laughs> well like... Alan Stubbs might have been all right for a house manager, a team chasing promotion... Yeah. He's not. He doesn't. He's not at any point in his career has proven himself to be a good manager. Organising the fence. Yes, he was <laughs> organising a back four. Yeah. And he showed that with the signing of Cole Prepois, who was <laughs> awful this season, uh, despite the fact that even he was poor on pieces and friendlies. And suburban fans just spoke to couldn't believe that he was then given a contract. <laughs> I think it was, was it two years. It was just one. Can't remember. Anyway, dreadful. What was the point? St. Mirren, Dundee United. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. So instead Dundee United stay down, but then we get the we get the the derbies next season. So that's that's so much more interesting than the Scottish football. We don't always have to have all the biggest clubs in the top flight. No, I agree. The fact that Dundee and Dundee United are in the second tier now will make it interesting. And our growth. Again, I keep doing that Dundee clubs versus our growth are gonna be a brilliant brilliant fun. And now Fans also everyone has got to go to Dingwall again as well, which is a bit rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually not been to Dingwall, so I uh, promised myself that next season I'm going to go a proper way. It's a good way to It is, it's a great, I, I love Roscoe, I do love Roscoe, <laughs> just to clarify that, there's nothing wrong with it, it's just such a trick. That's it, that's the only reason. You're going to get so much hate mail. Great club! No, I love it! Why, why no. are you saying this? Typical central belt. <laughs> Old yeah. firm bias. <laughs> I expected better of you guys. <laughs> uh, no, well, I just want to. I, I want to finally. Um, I was going to say break, break my Ross County VL. That doesn't really make just, any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, and going forward. I think the squad will need a bit of work. I think there's a few of the players likely staying though. Yeah, I think. I mean, there is. There are players there. There's hope. There's hope. Yeah, but, um, the squad needs another makeover in the summer, yeah. which they, I think they'll be signing at least about ten players again. What squad doesn't though? I mean, looking at the league, you know, there's so many. There's a lot of rebuilding to do across the piece, and I think it will. Just need four players. Winning a title apparently. Even you know Celtic, obviously they're, they're the same. They need to bring in four or five. So I think it'll be an interesting transfer market across the whole, um, across the whole league to see to see who comes in. Oren Kearney, thumbs up overall, surely. Yeah, well done. I I, I liked him from uh, what I knew of his time in uh, in Northern Ireland, so I was quite...
quite happy to see him do quite well this se- well relatively well this season. I mean, I think that I mean that. Well, I suppose we should get to the furore about um, them celebrating and things like that. Um, it seems to like there's been a lot of fun police out and stuff like that. Um, Careful what you're saying, but an esteemed colleague. I I just said other people. There are people <laughs> that have been talking about it. Um, I can I can totally understand where, why. Where do you stand on celebration gate then? Yeah. Um, for a club like St Mirren, if they'd been relegated, it would have been job losses. Yeah. And I think that that you and you saw. I mean, I mean, the fact that they sold out the Simply Digital Arena, whatever it's called. Simple Digital Simple Arena. Digital. Simple Digital. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, get, get, get a proper name. Uh, <laughs> like for the first time, shows that it did mean something to people. And yeah, there's the bit with the the boards and the winners of the playoff and stuff. But you, but you can't like you. You had to you had to play that game. It wasn't like you know. It's not like uh, you can't not acknowledge that you've won the playoff. You have uh, to celebrate. And, you celebrate yeah, and it's the same as in it's where it's where you come from. Yeah, people said, "Oh, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that if they finished eighth. Well, no, but the circumstances are completely different. And it was it is a do or die sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And that is it's a drama that we all love. And yeah, frankly, people just need to get out a bit more. Like it's the same way that some for some people getting a. A C in their exams is a big achievement as, as someone with all the advantages getting an A. Like, mm-hmm. it, like you've got to judge where it is you're coming from. And if you were a St. Mirren fan coming from the day that Alan Stubbs left that club, you would <laughs> you'd have fucking taken oh, yeah. mm-hmm. yesterday in a heartbeat. Like, oh, going into a penalty shootout against Dundee Knight. Yeah, definitely. But to take the occasion on its own, do you know what I mean? They were playing, as a cliche, they were playing for their lives and they yeah. absolutely were. Imagine the relief. Yeah. And those guys I that imagine, full I can, time. like you saw how bad the game it was because undoubtedly it was stressful. Mm-hmm. There was no, there wasn't anyone playing also, in that game. Neither team were particularly good. Yeah, but that as well. But <laughs> no, yeah, but it's not like it's not, it's not like uh, Dundee United have universally played 36, 38, 40 games a season and stunk the place out all the time. They did it quite a lot of the time. But you know, there has been moments for both sides where they've played quite good football and been entertaining. Just those two games weren't it because. Mm-hmm. It was, they were under all the pressure. Okay, I think that'll do us. Grant. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to hear more, we're going to go over to the Patreon, where, yeah, we're going to talk more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you'd like to hear that, go uh, across the Terrace Podcast, sorry, what? Patreon.com forward slash Terrace Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, the usual. You can also send us an email. Show at, no, no, terracepodcast at gmail.com. That's the one. Yes. And yeah, that's it. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. Say goodbye, guys. Bye! Bye. (laughs) Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.